At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is the Denver City Cast with Holden Kushner, presented by Bet Rivers. It is Holden with Vison. It is the Denver City Cast presented by Bet Rivers. It is a monster show. Bet Rivers has dropped the Broncos-Jaguars line for that October 30th game in London. A look at that. The Avs taking a 2-0 series lead over Nashville. Our Avs insider, Mark Springer from Altitude Sports. He's going to join me to break down what happened last night. More Broncos news with the ownership. I'm going to talk a little more about Jerry Judy. The Rockies in action again tonight. Great start for them. Talk about the baseball team with one of the worst starts in the history of baseball, NBA playoff odds. And once again, I'll tell you why I don't watch the Kentucky Derby, but let's get into the front range for the Friday front range for the four biggest sports stories on the front range. So here we go. Broncos Jaguars lines are up. Broncos minus six and a half against the Jaguars. I actually thought this would be seven and a half. I told you that on Monday. So I was about a point off. That's fine. I I think this gets pushed up past seven and a half between now and October. If Russell Wilson is healthy, I I think it's as simple as that. This is not going to be a game where it's going to be under touch a touchdown. I don't care that they bake into the line that these two teams have to fly across the pond. I mean, the Jaguars are two time zones ahead of us here. Six and a half does not surprise me. I just dropped a quarter unit so I could say, I got it at six and a half. I'm serious. Uh, Six and a half minus 113 if you back the Broncos. Minus 286 on the money line, which you know is way too much juice for me. 
And the total sitting at 46 and a half. Again, Broncos, anything less than a touchdown. I'm down with that. Favorites are 26 and one straight up in these games. They are 17 and 10 against the spread. That is a 63% cover rate across the last 27 games played in London. So again, 63% cover rate, 77% win rate. And the favorites really been blowing out opponents, okay? The average point differential is 15.1 in the 10 London games. So six and a half. I mean, it looks pretty good right now. And even if it gets over that touchdown, you look at some of the trends here. Boy, uh, Broncos in a good spot. We'll have the schedule leaks coming up very soon. And that means the full NFL schedule will be announced May 12th. I'd expect some leaks to start here over the weekend. Man, that NFL cycle, it just never stops. I got news on the Broncos ownership, which we'll get to in just a minute. But first, let's talk about those Avs. Woohoo! They beat the Predators 2-1 in overtime last night. You know, I never bet overtime scores. Last night, I, it was just $5, but I threw it on Kale McCarr to score the game-winning goal. Why? He had so many shots on goal, so many chances. At some point in time, he was getting one, right? Mm. 2-0 lead in the best of seven. Game three in Nashville, Saturday at 2.30 Mountain Time. So it's a nice afternoon game. Let's look at the game three odds on Bet Rivers right now. Avs, minus 116 on the puck line. They got to win by two or more goals. Minus 230 on the money line. And then six and a half is the total here. Minus 117 to the over. Minus 103 to the under. The Avs team total is three and a half. Minus 129 to get four more goals. Minus 103 to get three or less. So the juice shaded to the over here. I mean, I felt really good about the over last night. Uh, Joe Madden and I, we were discussing this. She goes, listen, it's six and a half total. It's just too low. And I, I totally agreed with her. There's no way you got Connor Ingram there. There's no way that this guy who has played five NHL games and now has started four games in the NHL is going to stop this offense. Well, guess what? He was spectacular. So I didn't hit the over. We did not win the first period. That was a little bit disappointing. Nathan McKinnon with another first goal. So it was a tough night betting this game, but the Avs won the game. So we feel good about that. I like the Avs again, but this money line is too big of a price. And I'll back the Avs closer to even money if they fall down by a goal in the first period. That's something that I'll target live. That's something I'll target live. I, Despite being up 2-0, I feel like this series really shifted because of Connor Ingram. Now, I still think this series gets done in four or five games, but this kid could steal a game. Last night, he was remarkable. Here's my three stars from the game. Kale McCarr with the game winner, McKinnon, Second straight game, getting the scoring going. And Connor Ingram from the Predators, Nashville goaltender, 49 saves on 51 shots, and he just didn't see the McCarr goal. McCarr went nuts. 12 shots on the night. That's the franchise record for a playoff game. 10 shot blocks attempted. I mean, 10 shot attempts were blocked. I didn't even know that. So he basically tried to put the, the, the uh, puck on the net 22 times. Last night, wow, this kid's a stud. He, he's really amazing. He might be, I, I, and I looked at a list on ESPN, they're like the, 
the 15 best players in the playoffs. Austin Matthews, number one from the Maple Leafs. Number two was McCarr. Number three was McKinnon. I mean, they're both playing great hockey right now. You know what? Let, let's not just look over Darcy, Darcy Kemper. 25 saves on 26 shots. He saved 48 of 51 in the series. He's been great too. Now, let's go to McKinnon real quick. Last three years, McKinnon, 27 postseason games. He has 20 goals and 24 assists. So he has 44 points in 27 postseason games. So that's 1.4 points per game in the postseason. Okay. Third all time among players in at least 40 postseason games. Okay. So he's been there. Only Gretzky and Lemieux are ahead of him in playoff point per game. He's amazing. Um, something else that happened last night. Remember at the end of the second period, you had Nashushkin scoring a goal, but the referee said that Nashushkin was in the crease. Okay. And Jared Bednar challenged it. He should have challenged it. Dante Fabro pushed Nashushkin into the goalie. It was a cross check, but listen, I think Lekkanen really was um, in the quote-unquote presence in the crease. So I thought it was the right call. I really do. And then what really bothered me, though, was the Avs getting a bench minor. And Nashville started the second period on the power play. Um, also, one more thing about this game that I thought was fascinating. Absolutely fascinating. Connor Ingram, I, I, I'm just taken away by this kid. Again, five NHL games, four NHL starts. A few days ago, he was uh, sitting in, in the minors. So he didn't even tell his parents he was starting last night. He said he didn't want to freak them out. And they were at last night's game. They spent a night in Wyoming. It was a 900-mile drive from Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. Anyways, once again, abs minus 116 puck line, 230 on the money line, 6.5 is the total Saturday at 2.30 Mountain Time. That's number two on the front range four. Let's get to number three on the front range four. These are the four biggest stories in sports on the front range. Broncos ownership news. So as I told you yesterday, I have a little advantage over, you know, people that are actually on the news. Uh, some people on the radio as well, because the news comes out and I'm sitting here taping in the morning and we got the news that Magic Johnson's part of a group led by Sixers owner, Josh Harris. Harris actually toured the Broncos facility. Uh, he was definitely here yesterday. And you're going to have a whole bunch of groups here, probably five, that visit the Dove Valley headquarters. Okay? So four others. I still think the favorite is going to be Rob Walton. $70 billion is what he's worth, the Walmart heir. He does have connections to the Denver area too. Uh, but we have quite a few more guys that are going to be visiting. So Walton uh, is going to join. You've got potentially, and this is according to Nine News, Todd Boley, who's part owner of the Dodgers and the Lakers, which is interesting because why wouldn't Magic Johnson be with him? <laughs> because Magic's part owner of the Dodgers, and he's also you know, a Laker legend. But we'll get those two in. So there's five ownership groups that are in the mix now. The first round of bidding, they're saying, all right, I'll, I'll bid at least $4 billion. Well, out of those 10 bids five were good enough to move on and you've got all these people coming in for the second round you've got 
information reviewing. You go through the numbers, you go through documents, you ask questions, you tour facilities, you do all that stuff when these billionaires come in thinking they're going to buy the team. So this one, we all said $4 billion was the sale price. Now everybody's saying $5 billion. Do you know the record for American sports franchise to be bought is $3.3 billion by the Brooklyn Nets? I mean, this thing could hit $5 billion, not even close to what the Nets are. The Panthers have the NFL record, $2.275 billion to David Tepper. This is going to be the most expensive purchase in the history of American sports. Over $4 billion, possibly pushing five. I want to bring something else. That was three, that was three A. Okay, there's a three A and a three B on the front range for three B. I wanted to come back to Jerry Judy because I talked about him yesterday. I'm a big believer in Jerry Judy. Well, I set his yards yesterday at 1,085 catches and six to 10 touchdowns. Guess who came out and said Jerry Judy's going to go nuts this year? Ocho Cinco, Chad Johnson, Chad Ocho Cinco Johnson, or Chad Johnson Ocho Cinco. He says Judy, 1,500 yards and 10 touchdowns. I mean, wow. That's, that's a lot of yards. That's almost, what, 90-something yards a game? And 10 touchdowns over a 17-game se- season? I thought that was the top, uh, the top range. So Ocho Cinco's going above and beyond here. Now, I am in the camp that Judy is going to go nuts with Russell Wilson. I think he's going to get the most targets, the most probably the most yards. As far as touchdowns go, we'll see. Those are, are, are varied. But Judy was talking about Russell Wilson yesterday when he was in town. And he said, Russell's getting me better. He's going to help me a lot this year. And I agree. You know, Judy should be in that Tyler Tyler Lockett role. And Lockett, consistent 1,000-yard receiver. He has these blow-up games. I think Judy could do the same thing. And I think he's going to lead the Broncos receivers. Yards, catches. I think he gets to 1,000. I think he gets 85 catches. And again, 6 to 10 touchdowns. So why don't I just put it in the middle? Eight touchdowns for Jerry Judy. A little bit lower than Ocho Cinco. I mean, he thinks that Judy's coming out and is going to be one of the top four or five wide receivers in the league from a statistical standpoint. Fascinating stuff. Thank you, Ocho Cinco, uh, for doing the same thing I did yesterday because it gives me a little more context. Let's get to number four. On the front range for the Rockies. Well, before we get to the Rockies, I want to let you know on Bet Rivers right now, it is a long ball weekend at Bet Rivers Sportsbook. You can win a $25 free bet, whether your players go deep or punch out. To earn a free bet, place a $25 bet on any player to hit a home run in each game of this weekend's Yankees White Sox series. Interesting. Uh, You've got to make the home run bet in all three games of the series to earn a free bet. Terms and conditions, of course, apply. See the site for details. Is the wind going to blow out on the south side this weekend? Mm, Make your bets today on the BetRivers app or go to BetRivers.com. By the way, three guys leading the majors in home runs, two with the Yankees, Rizzo and Judge. The other guy is with your Colorado Rockies. His name is CJ Crone. You got to be 21. You got to be located in Colorado. And if you have a gambling problem, please call 800-522-4700. 
So the Rockies, 9-7 win over the Nationals yesterday. That was a legit Coors Field game. It was a little bit warmer. Ball was carrying. Um, and uh, the Rockies had enough offense. Brendan Rodgers, an RBI double, a three-run home run. He's seven for his last 16. Remember he went four for 51 in April? He hit .078. He hit .078 through his first 14 games of the season. Seven to 16. He's hot now. He's hot. Um, if you have bet the Rockies money line this year, I find this fascinating. I had no idea. If you bet the money line for the Rockies with their 15 and 10 start, you're up almost seven units, 6.96 units to be exact. I had no idea. So I have not recommended betting the money line every single game, but if we did, we'd be up almost seven units. What does that mean going forward? I'm not sure. We've really got to look at the schedule again. This has been a very favorable schedule, a schedule where they've had a lot of a lot of games at home and they've had a lot of games against bad teams. The Reds who are 3 and 22, the Nationals who absolutely stink. You know, they needed to go 5 and 1 though because they're going back on the road. And we've got a three-game set in Arizona starting tonight. Chad Cool, who has been the ace of this staff. By the way, Daniel Bard's fourth in saves. Chad Cool has been a top 15 pitcher. And Crone leads the majors in home runs with nine. It's it, some really good stories on this team. So three games set in Arizona. Cool and Kelly. Mer Merrill Kelly is just a wonderful young pitcher. And he's going to be the ace there for quite some time. The Diamondbacks are 13 and 13. Okay. Um, they're coming off a seven-game road trip. They went five and two. They swept Miami three games, and they won seven of nine. So they're 500 for the first time since the second week of April. This will be a really interesting, interesting game here. Merrill Kelly has struggled against the Rockies. One and three with a 6-4-9 ERA, 34 and two-thirds innings in those six career starts. Some of them have been in Colorado, though, and some guys just don't pitch well here. And it's as simple as that. Um, so, again, you look at these lines. Plus one and 25 of the money line for the Rockies. Now, coming into the year, we talked about how they struggle on the road the first game after a road trip. They put up a crooked number the first time when they went to Texas. Then the second road trip, they didn't score against the Tigers. So I don't know where that is going to go from here. Uh, I just don't want to mess with the Rockies and the money line, despite the fact that you're up almost seven units if you bet every game on the money line. The game total is eight and a half. I mean, I could see this thing going under. Kelly's a good pitcher. Cools off to a great start. Not a great hitting environment if the roof is closed. If you're betting the over or the under, if you're betting the total, make sure you find out if the roof is open or closed. The, the ball is going to travel farther in Arizona with the roof open. When it's closed, it's a tougher place to hit. You want to look at the Rockies team total, which I don't want to touch. Three and a half runs, juice to the over at minus 122. The under is three and a half at minus 103. Still just a lot up in the air when it comes to the Rockies, trying to figure out how this team is going to perform offensively away from home. And once again, they have been terrific at home. They're 11 and 5, 15 and 10 overall, 11 and 5 at home. But we know this team is not nearly, they're just not profitable when they hit the road. Coming back with Mark Springer, my Avs insider. He does the post-game show for the Avs between the pipes. 
And then before the show is over, want to get to the NBA playoff odds from tonight. The Reds, who are off to one of the worst starts in the history of the world, Rockies had something to do with that. And uh, I'm still boycotting horse racing till the end of the world. Springer, next. Denver CityCast, presented by Bet Rivers. Baseball is here, and Bet Rivers has a special offer for you every Saturday throughout the season. Place a three-leg same-game parlay of at least $25, and you will earn a $10 free bet. With same-game parlays, you can combine player props and game bets to make your perfect combo. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Claim your offer on the Bet Rivers app or go to BetRivers.com. Must be 21. Must be located in Colorado. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Let's get to our abs insider here on the Denver City Cast, presented by Bet Rivers. His name is Mark Springer. He hosts the post-game show on 92.5 on altitude between the pipes. My friend, your team is up two games to love after the first two games here. You got a chance to go to these games. First of all, hello. And second of all, how are you feeling today, man? Tired. Uh, but it could have been worse. I was uh, one overtime. Could have been that Rangers-Penguins triple overtime game. So, got a little lucky there. Uh, but totally worth it because the Avs won and Kale McCarr, uh, he had a hell of a game. So did Roman Yosti for that matter. Both Norris candidates win. Uh, they, they, were, they played really well last night, but Kale gets the winner. Yeah, he did get the winner. I, I looked at a ESPN poll, or it wasn't even a poll, it was a story. Top three players in the playoffs. Austin Matthews won, Kale McCarr two, Nathan McKinnon three. And surprise, McCarr and McKinnon have been the two guys just carrying these dudes right now. Yeah, Nathan McKinnon scoring in both of these uh, first two games. So that's a bet that I like on Saturday, Holden, is Nathan McKinnon anytime goal scorer. Like, I just, I think he's going to score in every game this series. Playoff <laughs> Nathan McKinnon is just on a different level, Holden. He's so much fun to watch, too, because he is. He's like a, like a train Right, he's this unstoppable force, and then he unloads this massive slap shot. The last two games, I mean, it's just started it off. So you think right now you're already going Nate McKinnon three straight goals, three straight games of the goal. Yeah, it's my favorite bet because look at how game two shaked out. It was not the exact opposite of game one, but in a lot of ways the opposite of game one. Game one was you know the Avs cover the alternate four and a half puck line. The over eight and a half alternate total hits uh, this past game last night. Uh, the it was the opposite. It was only three goals total were scored. Uh, the Avs did not cover the puck line, all because Connor Ingram, a goaltender that most of us have never heard of, a, a goaltender who's bounced around the AHL. He's 25 years old. He's a rookie, but at 25 years old, you know that, that means you're you're an AHL goaltender and. And you're going to get lucky to get some NHL sniffs, especially a playoff start Well, he gets lucky because UC Soros is hurt. And David Riddick, who at one time was a good prospect for the Flames, uh, but is now kind of flamed out here with the Predators, uh, he was not good to start game one. So Connor Ingram gets the nod. And early on when Nathan McKinnon scored on the first shot that the Avs had on him, it was like, uh-oh, this Connor Ingram kid is in for a repeat of game one. And then somehow this kid found his composure and it's what will always worry you betting any individual playoff game is is the opposing goaltender going to get red hot and that's what happened last night 
Well, is there any concern going forward then? Because he is red hot, really red hot. And, and he said the only reason that he didn't see the McCarr goal last night because he didn't see the puck. He's like he had vision on just about every shot. That was the one where he didn't do it. I feel like he could steal a game in Nashville. Yeah, now that, you know, now they go back to Bridgestone Arena in Nashville where we'll see if Cherry Underwood, Kenny Chesney, if they can juice that crowd. We're going to country, country, Holden. Uh, we'll Look at you. Taylor, we'll see if Taylor Lewan is there not knowing the score and chugging some beers. So now Nashville gets the advantage of their home crowd. And was that a one-off for Connor Ingram or does he come back down to earth? It's My lean is he comes back down to earth a little bit. Uh, but who knows? Maybe he's just on a run right now and he's going to keep Nashville close. Uh, Nashville was good against the Avs during the regular season. I didn't take any of that into account when handicapping this series, which is why I still like the Avs to win this thing in five games. But the other thing I noticed, the Avs just top to bottom are so far of a dominant team. Like, how many minutes have the have the Predators actually had the puck? <laughs> they have not had control of the puck. They've been on the penalty kill a whole bunch. The Avalanche just... Again, if they if bad things happen to them, it's because of what happens in the other team's pipes because they are miles ahead of the Predators from yeah, a personal standpoint. A, miles ahead with their forward lines. I mean, you, you talk about how Connor Ingram said he didn't have vision on that Kale McCarr shot. Well, that entire sequence is really created by Logan O'Connor, who did not play in Game 1. He replaced Andrew Cogliano, who got hurt in Game 1 on that fourth line. So Cogs pokes check, excuse me, uh, O'Connor pokes check a puck away from Roman Yossi to keep the puck in the ab zone. And then it's O'Connor, it's Sturm, it's Helm, that fourth line who who forecheck and keep that puck alive for Kale McCarr. And then it's O'Connor who gets in Connor Ingram's eyesight in his eye line and jumps to avoid McCarr's shot. And that's why Ingram cannot see the puck. So uh, yeah, it's the fourth line. It's all lines for the Avs that are far superior to what the to what the Predators have. But Nashville's defense, their six-man defensive unit was really good last night. I know they allowed 51 shots on goal, but that was kind of they, – they were doing all they could do to stop the Avs. Their D-men, for the most part, were in really good position last night. And obviously Ingram was good as well. So now that it goes back to their building, you know, you're seeing a lot of these home crowds are fueling a lot of these teams. So will that kind of juice the, the, the Preds offense a little bit? I, I'd say the key for the Avs in game three is to weather an early storm, just like Nashville was unable to weather an early storm. Now the storm's not going to be as severe, you know, McKinnon and Rantanen aren't on the Preds, but still uh, the Preds are going to come out hot in game, in game three. Can the Avs just get through the first five, 10 minutes uh, relatively even in that game, and then everything should even out, and and the Avs probably are going to go up three nothing in this series. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out which game Nashville takes. I don't. I still don't think it's a sweep. I still think they're going to steal one. That's just because of Ingram, and and Soros probably doesn't come back. Right? He's he's not officially out for the series, but if he comes back, are the Avs in a little bit of trouble? I can't imagine there's much better goaltending that they're going to see than what we saw last night. No, that yeah, Connor played as well as any goaltender in the NHL could play last night. So, you know, if he can replicate that, then there's no need for UC Soros. There's no need if you had Patrick Waugh. I mean, that's how well Connor Ingram played last night. Uh, 
you know, UC Soros was only officially ruled out for the first two games. Now that Ingram just played like that, I think that probably takes some of the pressure off of UC to play if he was even close to playing, if that was, you know, even something that was realistic or if Nashville was just kind of crossing their fingers on that one. So, yeah, I'd say Connor Ingram is back in net on Saturday. If UC was healthy and ready to go, though, it could be a difference maker. Like, he is really good. Was Connor Ingram a fluke? He probably was. UC is a guy who has done it over the long haul. So if UC's ready, if he's 100%, I think you do go to him. Uh, but I doubt he's 100%. All indications are that he's really not close. So it's probably going to be Connor Ingram again. Uh, we'll see if the magic wears off. See, I think I've, I'm going to guess that you think the magic is going to wear off. And for me, I think this kid can stay hot for a few more games. But the good news is that the abs are so much better top to bottom that they're still going to win this thing. Yeah, so the abs are, what, minus 230 on Saturday in Nashville, which is the largest road favorite of the playoffs so far. Like, I think Florida's coming in just under minus 200 at Washington. Dallas is coming in around minus 170-ish at, uh, excuse me, Calgary's coming in minus 170-ish at Dallas. Uh, so, you know, the road favorites that you would expect to see are there. But, of course, the Avs are the biggest one because of their offensive firepower. Um, but I will say this. My lean for a pick outside of Nathan McKinnon, anytime goal scorer, really is the under. I think we're going under six and a half on Saturday. I think Connor Ingram allows a couple goals. I think Kemper allows a couple, but I think I, I think that, that this stays a little tighter with that Nashville defense playing well. The Nashville defense really is also what impressed me in that game. So uh, I think this is maybe like a three to two abs win. The puck line concerns me. Uh, so I'm going to go under six and a half on Saturday. So you like a little under six and a half Nathan McKinnon to score a goal. That's yeah. probably a nice little single game parlay. That probably pays off. I think that'd be a nice little number. Okay. You were at the first two games. Talk to me about the atmosphere because it seems like normally playoff atmospheres are crazy. I've been to tons of Stanley cup playoff games, but at least from watching it on TV, it seems like every every single town is just going bananas for their team right now. Yeah, yeah, no, it's crazy. As great as the Avs fans have been, you know, I've tuned into uh, several of these other games, and all you're like you're right, Holden. All these fan bases are great, uh, but no, Avs fans are showing out. Uh, so you know that you got that extra juice on home ice. Uh, last night, the Duchesne sucks chance did subside. Uh, granted, Matt Duchesne barely had an opportunity to even touch the puck last night. Uh, but no, once again, Avs fans were great. Uh, Nashville healthy scratch. I don't know if healthy scratch, but they scratched Matt Benning, uh, the goon from game one who was cross-checking Nico Sturm in the arm. So they didn't get a chance to boo him every time he touched the puck. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I've been impressed with so many of these fan bases, Holden, but and the Avs are right there with everybody else. So you talked about Duchesne, right? And everybody's upset at Duchesne. Let me ask you something. My four-year-old son has a shirtsy with Duchesne on it. Do I, and is my ex-wife's probably going to get upset if I throw it away. Do I need to throw it away and not allow him to wear it? Or is it okay because he's four and it still says abs on it? Please be the, be the tiebreaker here. All right, remind me which you prefer. I prefer to take the shirt off and buy him a shirtsy of a Yeah, what, what are these, 25 bucks? 
put put a put a $20 bet on Nathan McKinnon to score, cash mm-hmm. it, use those winnings to go buy him a Nathan McKinnon jersey. Okay. And I'll get my daughter a, a Miko the Frico jersey <laughs> too. She they both have little little kids Avs jerseys, but for some reason he likes wearing the Avs t-shirt. I think it's just more comfortable on him. So we'll get rid of it. Uh, do I burn it or just give it to Goodwill? What should I do with it after it's gone? Eh, give it to Goodwill. Uh, if you can okay. customize a 96 Frico for your daughter, that would be awesome. <laughs> I could just put Frico on there or Miko the Frico. <laughs> Either That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to Miko the Frico this thing. Um, last thing for you. How's Darcy Kemper doing? Because <laughs> he hasn't gotten that much work. Like, what do you think of his performance here? You know, he, he's played well. I mean, last night, every uh, shot that he needed to save and some big ones, too, he saved him. Now, he didn't have a lot of opportunities, but Darcy down the stretch was fantastic. So I think Darcy actually might be looking forward to going to Nashville to finally maybe see some more action come his way. Because I do think the Nashville offense will put more pucks towards him. I think Darcy wants it. I think Darcy is ready for it. Uh, he You can't tell me uh, that any goaltender in the Western Conference Outside of maybe Marc-Andre Fleury, uh, just because of his experience, and that's the only thing, Holden, would be his experience in big moments, has an edge over Darcy Kemper. I think he's just as good, if not better, than anything anyone else is offering in the Western Conference. Impressive stuff, my friend. So uh, anytime McKinnon goal and an under, those are your plays for game number three. Those are my game three plays, yes. And it's a 2.30 face-off. How do they catch your post-game show? Uh, post-game show, Altitude Sports Radio 92.5. We're on Twitch. We're on the app. That'll be uh, uh, 30 or so minutes after the game ends because all the players got to talk in the network post-game show. It takes like 20 minutes. Uh, and also 1 to 2 p.m. on 92.5, myself and Alex Ryan Emmy will have an extended pre-game show. So go ahead and catch that. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Pre and post this week. Nice job, Springer. I like yeah, to hear thanks. it, man. It's the CityCast bump that did it for me. It's the CityCast bump. I just hope that uh, next week we talk and the series is over. How about that? I I really hope so. I, I need a sweep. I need to just sit on my couch and watch the rest of these games uh, and get past Nashville, get, get to some other competition here. Do they sweep win in five or win in six now? I think they sweep. And going, it's funny because going into the series, I thought this could go five or six even. Now that I've seen the first couple of games, I think they sweep. Yeah, I, I said under five. I'm just looking at this. Hold on. Uh, total games played in the series. Under four and a half is even money. So sweeping is even money. Five yeah, so games is So there's 200. a bet that I like right there too. To sweep? Yep. I almost feel like I throw a unit down on that and a half a unit on the on the five. But I'm, I'm already in at minus 117. But you like even money on the sweep too. So Springer's going bananas today. Check him out at Mark A. Mark. On Twitter, I'm going to come back, talk about the worst team in baseball um, in decades, uh, NBA playoff odds, and be my play tonight, and ban horse racing in America. This is the Denver CityCast, presented by Bet Rivers. Bet Rivers is offering new customers a deposit match up to $250 when you sign up today. In addition to their welcome bonus, Bet Rivers has daily and ongoing promotions that can provide extra value. Download the Bet Rivers app or go to betrivers.com to sign up. Must be 21. Must be located in Colorado. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 522 4700. 
Thanks again to Mark Springer for giving us a little insight on this Avs game coming up on Saturday at 2.30. He's got McKinnon goal. He's got the Avs to sweep, and he's got the under in game number three. Let's get to the NBA, though. We've got two games coming up tonight. 76ers hosting the Heat, Suns at the Mavericks. Now, Miami and Philly, this has been a nutty, nutty line because it's still up in the air as to whether or not Joel Embiid plays. This could be gamesmanship. He could be coming back. He was actually upgraded to doubtful. There's other reports that saying he's probably going to play tonight despite the broken orbital bone. That's just the, the bone around the eye. And even if he comes back, he probably has to wear a mask, doesn't he? I, I can't imagine he's going to be as good, but you know, we'll see when, when he comes back. This line opened at Philly plus one and a half. Then Philly plus three and a half. And now Philly plus one. So it's gone back and forth. I want nothing. Absolutely nothing to do with this pregame line. Uh, and probably in-game line as well. Unless I see what's going on with Embiid. If he looks good, maybe I'll back the Sixers there. Uh, you could take the Sixers on the money line at even money. Heat minus 120. 210 and a half is the total. The juice minus 110 both ways. The other game tonight, and by the way, Miami leads their series 2-0, and Phoenix leads their series against Dallas 2-0 as the scene shifts to the Lone Star State. Uh, it's basically a pick em here. A minus 108 for the Mavericks, minus 110 for the Suns. 219 is the total here. Some notes on this game. Luka Doncic, his usage rate the last two games, 47.4% and 45.4%. Do you know how absurd that is? He's not getting enough help. Does this sound familiar, Nuggets fans? It should. <laughs> the whole offense is running through that dude. So just looking at this game, it's basically a pick em, so I don't think it applies to this as much. But uh, And really either one of these games. But remember this going forward. Favorites are hitting at a 60% clip this postseason. 34 and 23 against the spread. Favorites with a line move in their favor, 20 and nine against the spread, 69%. I'm still not going to throw, I'm still not going to throw the Sixers in that conversation though, just because the line move, because the line is moving on Embiid speculation. Okay, that's that. Let's move on to the next story here, the Cincinnati Reds. Now, if you'll remember just a few days ago, <clears throat> the Rockies swept the Reds. And the Reds are 3-22. and 22. This is one of the worst starts ever. I remember that 1988 Ori Orioles team. They lost 20-something to start the season. It was That's as bad as it gets. I felt sorry for them. I don't feel sorry for the Reds, though. Some of the players, sure, but their owner, Phil Castellini, do you remember what he said? He, he said, fans, hey, where are you guys going to go? You're not going to leave. You're not going to bail on this organization besides the fact that we're tanking. Well, he said that in the Reds opener at home, and the Reds are 1-20 ever since. He deserves it. They've allowed six or more runs in seven of eight games. Hit the Brewers over yesterday. That was just too easy. They've scored 79 runs in 25 games. That's an NL worst. They've given up 166. They are minus 87 run differential. And their 6.90 ERA is two runs worse than the next worst team. So they stink. Uh, they are the worst team in the league. Uh, they can't continue on a three and 22 base, but boy, um, if you get a chance and I'm not going to bet the total tonight, actually, you know what? Maybe I will bet the total tonight. 
Again, six or more runs in seven of the last eight games. The problem is the Pirates stink. And J.D. Brubaker's on the mound. Here's a way to attack this if you wanted to. You could go over eight and a half. A 5-4 game. I mean, if the Reds are going to give up six or seven runs to the Pirates, you're telling me that the Reds can't score another two or three off of Brubaker alone? I like that over and a half tonight. Not an official show play, but I'm going to hit it, just so you know. And last but not least, Kentucky Derby this weekend. I don't give a damn. Said this plenty of times. Don't think horse racing should be legal. Uh, Plenty of deaths at Santa Anita back in 2019. Nothing was done about it. They hopped these horses up on Lasix and steroids. They treat them like garbage, except for the top, top tier guys. The top, top tier horses. And then once some of those horses are no longer useful, they will send them to the glue factory or a meatpacking plant up in Canada or whatever they do. And I was actually surprised at how many people agree with my take that horse racing should be banned in the USA. There was a poll that came out. This was also back in 2019. So right around the time that you know, Santa Anita was having all those horse deaths, uh, the majority of the respondents said that it should be banned. And uh, you can take the Kentucky Derby and watch it. I will not waste my time with it this weekend. And uh, good luck, though, if you are betting on the Kentucky Derby. Fun week. We had a lot of Broncos news. Looking forward to this ownership situation. We got the lines for the Broncos. Jaguars, again, through a quarter unit down. Broncos minus 6.5, minus 113 at Bet Rivers. Abs game three coming up on Saturday. Uh, Rockies will go to Arizona. Interested in seeing how this one plays out in game one. Does the Rockies offense struggle on the road that first game after a homestand, or they buck that trend? A lot of NBA playoffs this weekend as well. Thanks to Steven, our producer. Thanks to Mark Springer, our abs insider. I'm Holden. Thanks for checking out the Denver City Cast, presented by Bet Rivers.